listening to Science Boobies, culturally insensitive quantum physics and space-time stuff. With your hosts, Jen and Brian, you can find us on scienceboobies.com. That's right, boobies. Any type of egotistical self-aggrandizement is bad, which is kind of ironically like it's an approach to the ego problem, but it's the wrong approach mm-hmm. because the constantly undermining and constantly criticizing, it's like you don't have, not you, but people, you don't have a better alternative. So constantly bitching isn't really going to, at the end of the day, do anything except cause this inner, like, people are waiting for somebody to do something that they can then attack them in order to signal their virtue. Or and join in. People could join in, too. Usually they just want to, like, belittle you for saying something that mm-hmm. they consider to be socially out of line or, like, impolite or, like, potentially offensive. But that's the thing. It's like... It doesn't, there's no, it's, it's arbitrary. What's offensive is completely arbitrary. So it's like, okay, well, there's just, they don't have free will at that point, I guess. People don't want free will. It's way too much work and it's too much, it's honestly too much responsibility for people, I think. Sure. They should want it, but they don't, they can't handle it. I know most people probably can't handle free will. Well, it's like, it's, it's community effort, right? People tend into these kind of communities just naturally and by entropy people tend to just collect together yeah well it's like uh people that are into the same shit will, will congregate and people that uh drink the same beer and people that people that hate the same other people will congregate too oh you yeah know, geez, you don't have to tell me yeah. there's a thing in french that's qui se ressemble se ressemble what does that mean what is similar assimilates what is similar assimilates yeah i like that yeah that's yours that's yours you better get you know what i got a vision like a heavy vision of the future you've got a cape on and it's a cape it's a oh thick it's awesome cape. and everybody's like, everybody like oh my cape's never gonna be that cool but like honestly if we bring back capes then i'll know that mission save the world has been accomplished I could start, like, I don't even give a shit, like, I have no, I have nothing to lose fashion-wise, like, I don't care. It's not about losing anything, it's about, you know what's going to be cool in the future, because I really honestly think identity politics, in a way, is going to make a huge comeback, and people's reputation is going to matter a lot again. And the reputation you have, if you were, like, you know, a cultural Marxist before, people are going to be like, I don't really trust you, right? can't really trust a cultural Marxist because it's like, is it real virtue or just fake virtue? You don't really no. know. You can never know. And it's like, at the end of the day, if they choose the cult over you, it's like, is there really, because I'll be honest with you, one of the questions I've contemplated my whole life, I've never actually been able to come to a solid conclusion on, but I have a really strong hypothesis for, is like, is there such a thing as objective morality? Right. The atheist group that I um, read about sometimes uh, talks about that, it, you know, is God objectively moral? And of course, their conclusions no. Uh, I tend to agree with them. Um, but objective morality would would objective morality mean you care more about someone else than yourself, or would you care equally about someone else as, as you do yourself? 
Um, I never looked at it that way. I more looked at it like given a situation, is there a way to get out of that situation causing the least amount of violence? That's usually how I approach the the morality question. Um, so, so um, how would you approach, like, if someone, you know, walked up to your door and was trying to tell you about all, all the wonders of uh, the uh, communist party of the United States and they wanted you to I'd immediately it. tell them that it was a Soviet propaganda psyop and that nobody respectable actually believed anything credible about communism. What if they offered you a free pin to wear? A free what? A pin. A pin? You think I could be bought off with a pin? <laughs> Don't you remember the Karl Marx conversation? I, I, I said I would not even, not even for whatever bazillionaire that he was, if he was a Marxist. Really? He was rich. Deal breaker. Was he rich? Well, remember your imaginary husband for me? And oh, what? um, uh, um. <laughs> oh, what was his name? Uh, something, something, Yogananda. Um, Larry von Finkelstein. No, it was. Um, oh yeah, anyway. Yogananda was his last name. Yeah, Hansel. it was. Cancel. Uh, Cancel. Cancel Yogananda. That's right. Yes. What about him? Well, if I wasn't going to convert to Marxism, him. Like, I'm not going to sell it for a pin, obviously. Okay. Well, no. What I was asking is that uh, I, I thought you said that. Karl Marx was like a millionaire. Was he rolling in money or was he, you know? He was a useless degenerate who leached off these elite people who are okay. like. Okay. So, <sighs> so I want to talk about something a little different now. Since Do it. We are, since we are science boobies, we should talk something science-y. We should just pull, um, it, pull one out and throw it on the table and be like, All right, so here we go. Um, what happens when we die? Oh, dear. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Probably because the expectation and the uh, realization are so different. that it's... Well, let's talk about the expectation and the realization. Uh, what well, is you tell your... me what your fucking expectation is. I asked you first. You seem to have a good theory on, uh, on reincarnation, and, and I wanted you to spill it out. Um so the candid world can, you know, can hear it. So uh, what exactly happens to you when you die? First of all, you have to accept that based on how the West has defined quantum mechanics, that the quantum mm -hmm. mechanical waveform includes all the properties of the system, okay? So that's, that's like, I don't know, because for some reason, the Copenhagen interpretation keeps changing every 10 seconds on Wikipedia. But anyway, one of the first entries of it or the, right. the waveform encompasses the entire function, right? So you, if you're, <sighs> you know what I mean? It has you're to losing me already. You're, you're losing okay. me already. You haven't even answered the question yet. Let's so, say, okay, okay. if we're, if we're going to have an argument, it's like, is the mind a quantum computer of type well, alpha? I'm not trying to have an argument. I'm asking you a simple question. Beta, right? Like, but you can't, you can't put them into types. You have to just say it's a quantum computer because it is or it isn't a quantum computer, Right. Like you it's probably a quantum. Can, can we just say it's probably a quantum computer? It's probably well, a quantum. Well, you tell me because I literally got into an argument because reincarnation is a consequence of quantum mind hypothesis, but people don't accept the quantum mind hypothesis. So okay. I guess that's should have explain. You accept the quantum mind hypothesis because that's what people are going to have to lead All with. Right. I guess. Please explain the quantum mind hypothesis <laughs> and your um, scientific mathematical. Um, 
it's not just science, okay? So Western science is based on formulating a hypothesis and validating it by means of evidence. Okay. However, because it's only a hypothesis, it can never be uh, uh, it can never escalate to the status of law. Why? Okay. Because it can only ever be a substantiated hypothesis or a disproven hypothesis, which would be abandoned immediately unless it's Marxism. Then it's used for social programming. I'm uh, sorry, I'm derailing. Okay. You just cannot Coming stop. On regular train. Right. Trump train. I. Okay. So. It's. I don't want to make this more confusing than it needs to be. <laughs> All right. But the mind First, experiences yeah. things. So right. it interprets the sensory experience in some oh. sense. It, it's just generally it interprets it. So it's either a physical computer or it's a physical computer projecting a quantum computer because there's nothing else that can be because a computer defined generally is is general enough based on quantum mechanical definitions of your culture defined specifically to be that general that it either is or it isn't a quantum computer right okay now everything living is technically has a quantum mechanical potential function okay so we just let's say think about a single hydrogen atom is that alive well i would say no just just hanging out, but it's self, it's self projected. It doesn't need anybody to give it a, an economic stimulus package to exist. Yeah. It, they just it's exist. a type of life. It's a type of living thing. Well, if you contemplate the sun and you get down to what the nature of life is, you can kind of have like some interesting ideas yeah. as to what that actually constitutes, but it's a, it's an inevitability based on if you start with the notion of a single molecule, every electron in that molecule joins the same potential function. So you have a bunch of electrons that are now in a geometric space, but they're in a quantum mechanical potential function, so the information is basically everywhere at the same time. Like a hologram. Oh, for fuck's sakes, what do you mean when you even say that? If you ha- listen, just listen. A hologram has a um, what's it called? A um, it goes through a filter, and uh, to project okay. the hologram. Okay. And if you break well, that filter up into a thousand pieces, you don't get one thousandth of, of of a piece of hologram. You get the exact same hologram a thousand times. Okay. I'm going to try to think of a way to express that within what I've come up with because. The whole hologram thing, I got, you know, I got crackpots like Elon Musk being like, the universe is a simulation. Like, it's probably nice to Elon. Like, no, it's not. Well, I don't know why he's out there saying this delusional crap because it's like, there's no evidence to support that. You're not leaving. Uh, How about the lack of object permanence? Hello? How about the lack of object permanence? What does that mean? How about the fact that when uh, an, an object or, or a particle is not being observed, it turns into a wave of, of infinite possibility? Didn't I tell you that that is not actually what's going on? It is what's going on. It's been tested over and over and over again. That is not true in an absolute <laughs> sense. That is only true in a individuated Quantum potential function, i.e., these inter 
these entangled systems that you speak of that are coherent, that they can they've, take measurements from, okay? They've even been able to test the delayed recorded um, quantum double slit experiment. They've, they've been able to do that in a, in a kind of a, in a macro world using um, polarization filters, and it still works. It works everywhere. It's real. So if it's real, and mm -hmm. if I'm not looking at something and it turns into a wave of possibilities, it doesn't manifest into a particle of, 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 of definality, if that's a word, until I look at it, that sounds like the, the actions of a computer that wouldn't waste processing power. Uh, making... You're making a false equivalence between, okay, the moon exists whether or not we fucking look at it. It would be really retarded. You don't know that. You don't know yeah, that. Yeah, I know that, for fuck's sake. It's if off. it is not, listen, listen, listen. If it's not interacting with any other part of the universe and it's not being observed, it's impossible to prove that it's there. Um, right. Well, you do realize that my theory explains the geometry potentially of something that isn't observable but is there. Okay. Right. I want to go back to your to your theory of life after death, but I just want to say one more thing. Um, having particles be waves of infinite possibilities when you're not looking at them is exactly the type of programming you'd put into a computer if you were making a simulation of life. You wouldn't want to waste processing power um, making a basketball bounce or making a clock run if no one was looking at it. So you would just keep that as a wave potential and only trigger it if someone, if someone was, was observing it. So it is just like we're in a simulation. I have to say that. So, but I'm going to prevent you from reacting to that because I, I want to have the, the final word. And let's go back to your... Um... Ladies and gentlemen, I do not endorse that statement. It is, <laughs> it is not true. But however, I respect Brian's right to free speech because we should all be celebrating free speech right now. And right, unfortunately, right. we have a lot of people in society that are in a cult and we need to help them get out of okay. there. So it's fucked. Pick up where you left off with your theory of, um, of after-death stuff. Well, we were establishing the quantum mind hypothesis, and, and oh, okay. I was attempting to establish that within the, the, the Western parameters of the, of the quantum mechanical formulation, mm -hmm. uh, wave, a potential function must encompass the entire, wave, uh, the entire system. Okay. So you as an individual are... If you're, let's just say hypothetically, if you are a quantum system, then you are one single quantum system. Just by the, that's how it's defined in the West. Is just that say, like how, like, some people think there's only one atom in the whole universe? Um, no. It just means that we wouldn't want to say that you were a combination of electron, because in quantum mechanics, the, pot the potential function is there's only one potential function. It encompasses the entire system. So by what do you mean encompasses the entire system? I don't understand. What do you mean by that? Okay, so what would half of a Brian look like? It wouldn't really exist. It doesn't it's, quite work like that, does it? Because either Brian you're not or no Brian. A combination of of quadrants of people, but in a way you kind of are, or you might be, and it's something you can think about and contemplate and, and really like delve into the nature of. We're not talking about that. We're talking about set theory logically. If we're trying to deduce from basic first principles, nothing more. Mm -hmm. What is the nature of consciousness? I.e. it either is a quantum computer and it can be described by a potential function or it's a physical computer and it, it's just a physical computer, and that's it. And, and just like we experience with our computers, they're all physical computers, right? Like calculators, yep. 
everything. Yes. Yes. Even neural networks, if you want to talk about that, simulating consciousness, blah, blah, blah. I just want to say one thing. Just because it passes a Turing test doesn't mean anything, and you know that. Yes. And exactly. computers, the way we know them, in my opinion, are not going to simulate the consciousness we experience day to day, and it's a futile pursuit. So it's so, traveling with space travel. So. Get over it. So with that, with that, um, let's assume that the mind is a quantum computer. Let's go to the next step in your theory. So it's a projection, and it has three qualities: coherent, localized, mm-hmm. and projected. And? I don't even oh. know. Can you please explain that again? Um, well, coherence, it has to be coherent because your thoughts make sense to you. Okay. Right. Right. Also, coherence is what you call a maximal entropy state. So there's a stability to it. When a system comes into coherence, it can maintain. It's like, oh, okay, like to deviate from that system would be an unnatural thing. Okay. I just got to stop you there, Jim. I can hear uh, I can hear thousands of people uh, clicking skip on their podcast player because they have no idea what you're talking about. So let's bring this back to the macro world. Let's let's bring it up a couple thousand feet. So let, let's <laughs> talk about reincarnation. What happens after you die? Let's 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 bring it to the macro world. Okay. So so step back a little. Bit. How many quantum physicists does it take to change a light bulb? If I don't watch them change it. It could be any number, of course. You should know that if you listen to this show enough. So you have this projection function, potential function, localized, coherent. And the body projects the mind and also it receives the mind. Okay. So there's a cycle there where it's like a sort of a ring between the originator and the, the receptor. Well, okay. sense experience thing. But when, you're, when your body stops, whatever, it doesn't do that function anymore, right? So, Right. One of the rules of quantum mechanics is that a potential function requires something to interact with. So, so the part of you that interacted exclusively with your body, I guess? would die. The part of you that was your mind would then go into potential. Which would then get reactivated into particles when what? There would be a mechanism for transference of that potential information, but whether it's accessed is a completely different story. Uh, the The way that I eventually came to think about it was that you'd be your previous self would be in potential and unobserved. If you didn't believe in it, you wouldn't be able to observe it. But okay. if you believed yep. in it, then all of a sudden your brain or your body would change in such a way that you'd be able to observe those frequencies. You get the additional information if you could lose the like false dichotomy or whatever. So that means if, if I believed in a past life, I could remember my past life? It would be the only mechanism through which you did it. However, there would be no way to validate objectively whether it truly was your past life or whether it was some inner illusion or some outer um, 
interference, right? Like those those mechanisms, honestly, I don't know if they're objectively, if you can, and it's sad to say, I don't know if you can actually disentangle those things objectively. All right, so what are the chances that after I die that I will come back in some other living form? It has to do with what you want. I want to it creates it creates like a, a build up for like oh like you know how I'm just like Karl Marx I want to burn every book you ever influenced right yeah yeah, yeah. just in a pile and it's like we're gonna make memes out of it so they can't use it as propaganda in the future it's like <laughs> we straight up burn these books because it's Karl Marx no other reason it's just straight up Karl Marx we worship Pepe and that's not racist because Pepe in my opinion is for everybody. Well, that's that's true, that, and that's fine. But like, we're um, we're we're skipping off the track here, and the train track? is about to the, the train is about to to jump the track again. I'm what I'm trying to say is that what happens when you die, I think, probably depends on the person. So let's say I'm okay with an afterlife, but if the only afterlife is reincarnation, I'll take that. So knowing that, okay, what will happen to me? Why are you asking me? <laughs> because you're the one with the theory on reincarnation. So I'm asking you if I, you know, will accept reincarnation if it's the only way to have a consciousness after death, I'll take it. What are the chances that it's going to happen to me? 100%. Okay. Well, that's reassuring. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Finally, some, you know, some solid backing from you. I really appreciate that. 100% certainty that you're coming back and... It, you know, for me, I was able to access previous lives and then more previous lives, but it was different times, and at the, the second set of them, they did not belong to me. So I'm fine so with that personally. You have remembered your previous lives. Is that what you're saying? Um, only two of them. And okay, it could you... just be an illusion, and it could just be a hallucination, and it could just be my own whatever it is. But well, briefly, I don't have me, anything else. Briefly, tell me who you were in these past lives? A baby. Well, obviously. It killed itself with like a, this called a trishula. It's like a three, it's like a three-pronged sword, I guess. How could a baby kill itself with a three-pronged sword? You tell me, motherfucker. I'm hardcore. <laughs> okay. Are you drunk? No, but this is the truth. Right. And people Let's can't be serious it. here. A baby is not going to kill himself Fucking joking. I was considering not telling you, but you know what I thought? The risk right now is too great, and I have to I have to err on the side of giving out slightly more knowledge than slightly not enough, because right. I regret it too much if I don't take my chances now. So perhaps the interpretation was wrong. Perhaps in the past life you were a baby that, that died as a result of a violent death. With no, a no, no, but I wasn't, it wasn't a physical, it was not a physical place. It was a light world. I was just purely light being it was just okay. like whiteness everywhere so it wasn't it's not really the same thing and then from there i went into like this fiery place where i just made the promise to come into the land of illusion and find the right path and apparently the land of illusion is ottawa <laughs> <laughs> that is true in spades and uh you have proven that well it's not antics. true it's a piece of evidence in support of a theory you actually proved that theory. Um, you proved those kinds of theories. You you've taken that scientific theory, and you have taken it through all the rigorous 
scientific method steps um, vis-a-vis <laughs> uh, -vis yoga gate. So truly, Ottawa is the land of illusion. It's okay. I found my. I found my. I found what I was looking for. So. <laughs> okay. So. 100% chance we're getting reincarnated. That's cool. Okay, now, so let's talk about what is the what is the energy or intention that, if any, controls the rules of of the afterlife, of other dimensions, of what happens to a molecule or a proton. And that is an amazingly important question. Thank you. It's, it's the heart of so many things. Well, it's, it's a fascinating dichotomy because these are honestly the dichotomies I always hope to get into. All right. Is there's, there's the physical reality of what's happening to you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there's the expectation value of what's happening to you. Okay. So, you know, whatever you're expecting when you die, when that doesn't happen, is more your own reaction to it. Right. Yeah, and but what's what's fueling my what is fueling my ability to to either anticipate or to reject what's happening? Like, what's who's who's paying the light bill for the room with the light bulb in it? Like, who's who's paying the bill for that light bulb? Think of it like the left. You know how the left eats itself. Say that again. When you interfere with your own waveform, like when mm -hmm. you're dispersing because your physical body has expired, it's possible okay. you could sort of think yourself to, I don't want to say think yourself to death. That sounds fucked. Um, I think myself to life. Well, it's, I mean, uh, I think you should probably, you know, I don't know, maybe read that book. I'll send it to you. But anyway, it's like, to the listeners out there, what book would you recommend for understanding um, the whole uh, possibility of life after death and reincarnation? Is there such a book? I would honestly accept it. I would accept it point blank, and I would just focus on the emotional reaction and how I'm going to deal with the fact that I know this now, and I have to... No, we have a fucking responsibility to tell people these things. Like, honestly, they're living in a delusional... They're, they're honestly... There's a mass hysteria going on. But I hate to say this, but like I'm literally, I'm getting called. I can't imagine how anybody could think I was crazy. Yet it does. It's an accusation. Uh, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm angry, but the thing is, people can't tell the difference between pissed and crazy. You seem both, honestly, on, on Facebook, and uh, I was going to say actually that lately your uh, your posts have become. Uh, a little unnerving. It says it seems like you're becoming unhinged, almost like you're you're ready to to uh, sail off into the wild blue yonder, or um, just fill a canoe full of um, spam and um, and ammunition. And uh, I just want everybody to know that they've, you know, I guess I want to say the people who've stuck by me means a lot. Well. And the other people, well, I just don't know what to tell someone who thinks that they can tell me how to live. Well, lots of people out there want to tell other people how to live, and it yeah. sucks. And we have we have to be the ones to tell them to. I'm literally breaking down. Oh, well, I'm breaking down on an emotional level, but mm -hmm. it's not on a sanity level. It's like you all should also feel this 
way or something. Like people need to be told what reality to feel. Thing. It's just it's not good. People don't even know how to feel. They look to to their commercials and their music videos and their social media programs to tell them how to feel. They look to their to their Fox News alerts to tell them how to feel. And it's just ridiculous. Um, that's because it's a cult. They have an emotional, uh, it's like a cycle of emotional abuse. It's a combination of, I, I've thought about it, I think there's something they do to their voices to make them sound like they've got some frequency on there that they've figured mm-hmm. it away. Do you know what I mean? Like where they make the voices kind of sound, you just like get like aroused listening to them and you're like, oh my God, I love you. It's like a moth for a flame. Anderson okay. Cooper, blonde girl, Megan Kelly, um, whoever else, like a bunch of people. Like I literally listen to them sometimes. Like, oh my god, I literally feel like maybe I'm just. I should probably change subjects or something. No, yeah, let's, let's change the subjects. Let's wrap up the the life after death thing. And um, so well, basically, the truth is that there's a lot of literature on that. And for me to just be like, this is what happens after death. Doesn't that sound a bit like? you know, totalitarian dictator kind of thing. Like, well, no, uh, you just got done saying people have to accept it and they shouldn't even people, read a book well, about it. Ex- okay, accepting, okay, accepting that we reincarnate and knowing the exact mechanism of reincarnation aren't the same thing. So one is fucking step one and the other one is step like quadru- like 15 heptillion. Like literally, it's not a linear journey. So I wouldn't want to be like, this is it. And then you're going to reincarnate whatever you want. It's like, no, I, I'm trying to, like, let out this this knowledge. You're giving so me the condensed version. take responsibility for their futures. Okay. Well, no, I, I, I can buy into that. I, I can and You're right. I, I, perhaps I, I have become unhinged lately. But well, that's fine. You have lots of things to become unhinged about. I mean, you have uh, you, you've started a civil war on Facebook. You have uh, you know, your friends, your detractors. You have people trying to sabotage you. You have detractors, oh, retractors, antagonists, protagonists. You know what the most important people are? Well, who? The ones who don't say fuck all. That's a rarity these days. <laughs> no, that's you. That's, oh, you know, you know we, we have gone so far and I got to say, it's funny because literally it, it's a lot easier than it could be because we're so far in one direction that, well, they're, you know, they're getting ready to, they're demoralizing people to present them with a new world religion, right? We're going to stop them. Well, no, we're going to, we're going to take over their plan. We're going to just, yep. we're just going to. We're going to bash them out of the driver's seat of the plan of New World Order, and we're just going to say, you know, you fucking owe this for the amount of fucking over that you've done to India to at least put the majority of efforts towards protecting that civilization. Because, you know, that has been, you know, they've they've had Russian infiltrations. They've had so many things. The people there are just so demoralized, and it's it's heartbreaking. So we're basically going to skull fuck freedom and independent thought into every person on this earth. Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is that I thought about the alternative, which is not doing anything and just going on. Because I realized, like, when I started talking to people, because I never really talked about it too much before, but then I started talking to people, I realized, like, oh, my God, you're retarded. You don't know anything. You don't understand. If you anything, talk to people, 
if you talk to strangers too much, you're going to realize like that people are really stupid. It's almost like if you talk to someone that you don't know, like a stranger on the street that looks cool, if you talk to them more than two or three minutes, you're going to become really disappointed in their, in their intellect. It's best to just say hello, talk about sports, talk about the weather, and get the fuck out. Oh, so that's how it works then? Yeah. Just give up on people? No, but you can't, like, ha- have yourself become contaminated with, with their ignorance. You know, you, you, have to, you have to clean themselves. You have to clean them out, clean yourself out, keep yourself clean, keep yourself, you know, centered in truth. Um, otherwise, you're going you're gonna to you're drown in this, I hate to use this phrase, cultural Marxism, in this ocean of cultural Marxism. You're going to well, drown yourself hell, in it. What am I doing that's culturally Marxist? No, 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 not you, but you're going to dr- – if you – let yourself become contaminated by the by the average Joe six pack that's spouting off things that that are compatible with cultural Marxism. If you don't run from these people, you're going to become soiled yourself. Not if I understand the root of their ideological delusion. Mm-hmm. Plus, well, the true. planet is finite. You can't run forever. You have to face your demons at some point. And I'm not going to endorse this fucking social engineering anymore and I, I see it for what it is and I yeah. I had I don't want to say a lot of re- I don't want to say retarded but things that have happened in my life that have been I thought to myself what the fuck <laughs> and I didn't say anything at the time but I was like are you like are you crazy but people are in this Marxist cult they all are and it's like either and, and you know I don't give a fuck if they deprogram out of the cult or not I want to fucking force them to know they're in a cult and they're retarded. Well, if they, they listen to, are. if they listen to Science Boobies uh, podcast, they're going to know it. And they should, go, they should also go to scienceboobies.com to get their, their Gug t-shirt or their Science Boobies t-shirt. Yeah, you can help and, deprogram all those sexy feminist monkey. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's so unattractive. But you know what I realized? It's literally no one. Like literally, no one is in. No one is literally wants to be a social justice warrior. No, they think they're doing good, but they're just totally brainwashed. We have to deprogram um, them via the methods I, I mentioned earlier, um, <laughs> via the skull, etc., etc. Et um, hey, you really are going to be able to handle that because do you have well, a proxy that you can delegate the task of being? Oh, alone? we're going to have lots of proxies. You, you can't do this kind of wide-ranging, um, you know, um, rehabilitation. Holy shit, uh, that is what we're doing, isn't it? We're doing, yeah. like, oh, my God. We're you can't do that without lots and lots of, of proxies. This sounds like a topic for the next show. We're actually going to have to wrap it up this week because um, I have official business to take care of. Um, so I, I cannot uh, record any more this Thank week. Thank you so, so um, much. And do you have any we'll parting thoughts? I don't have anything to say other than I love everybody and I hate Karl Marx, but I do love everybody. The exclusion of him and I love you too. Brian Baby, oh. have a great week every or week or rest of the week and <laughs> subsequent weekend, everybody. Right. I'm not crazy and if you call me crazy, I'm gonna be in an even worse mood. So Alright, over and out. Um, see you next week guys. Bye. Bye. This podcast is hosted by Jen and Brian and was recorded using the internet, which is a series of tubes. Copyright 2016 Intentional Sharfing Media Cartel. Music by David T. Chastain. 
Listen to more episodes on sciencebobbies.com. Yes, I said boobies. Goodbye. Now go home and read a book before your brain dies of atrophy.